0: You are beginning a long journey. The path twists and turns and you cannot always see what is around the next bend. You may even doubt that the path is there or that you are on the right course. Your only possessions are what you hold in your heart, your own true voice and the voices of those who love you. The spirit voices whisper to you if you listen. These are your ancestors who have walked the same ground who can guide you. Your path will lead you through places light and dark, high and low. You will find mysteries deep in a mountain, secrets in a vast lonely desert. Fellow travelers will come and go, sharing company and stories of their own journey. You may get lost, find a familiar ground, end up right where you started. The deepest secrets to be found lie not at the trail's end. It is here that you find that the end is always another beginning. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. And today is a very special. It's a special episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, the doors are opening today for the Excel group coaching program for the summertime, which I'm so excited and honored to welcome the 16 humans that will step into this 90-day container of growth, evolution, of momentum, and transformation. We just wrapped our spring cohort today. We had our last session today. We'll have another one on Thursday. And let me tell you, it's just been so incredible to see the women in this group just realize their worth and step further into their purpose and really excel when they focus in on one area of their business. The results have been transformative. So if you are interested in learning more and you want to snag one of the last few spots that are available, it would be my absolute honor to see you inside the group. So here's what you need to do grab your cell phone out, and I want you to text me. Yes, you are going to text me right to my cell phone, and you're going to send me the word Empower to 617-206-3966. That is my cell phone. Text me the word Empower to grab one of the last few of the 16 spots that are available, and I will send you all the details on how you can enroll. And the other reason why today is particularly special is because April 19th is my big sister, Jennifer's birthday. And when I sat down to record the Boldly Courageous podcast, my very first episode was inspired by her. And the reason why is because in the year 2000, at the age of 26, My sister lost her battle with leukemia. It was a very short battle. It was a year and a half long and she was 26 years old. And December 5th is the day that she passed away. So this podcast, Boldly Courageous, is really anchored around honoring her and her memory every year on the day that she passes. I try to think back and reflect on my life and and ask myself, like, how am I showing up my fullest expression? Like, how am I getting the most... Out of every single moment and every single day and every single thing that life has to offer because it's not guaranteed and it is short and In the grand scheme of things like why worry about the small stuff, right? And when I released My very first episode it was april 19th on her birthday As a way to celebrate life and new beginnings and birth and honor her I release it out to my email list the very first episode so As I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting back on this past year, I'm just filled with so much compassion for myself and love and gratitude and just honoring the container and literally everything that's been created. And the truth is, as we go through life and as we go through different experiences, the reality is that nothing that we ever do in life will ever require as much courage as facing your own death. Like, Can you imagine how much courage you must have? And when I think back on the moments of my sister's journey from the time that she found out that she had leukemia to the time that she passed, like courage was just the way that she showed up every single day, even in the moments that it didn't feel good. And I didn't really witness it. I mean, I witnessed it then, but I didn't really know. And now thinking back, I'm like, wow, 26. And you're so young and you have your whole life ahead of you. Like, what would she, what was she thinking? And how did she go into this battle? And when she found out she was terminal, like what mindset did she have around what comes next? And even though she was young, my sister was definitely an old soul. Like her wisdom, her knowledge, her intuition, the way that she thought about things, the way that she talked and carried herself and the things that she was passionate about was very much rooted in wisdom and just knowledge. And you could just tell like she'd been doing this a few times, right? So even though this particular life experience and chapter may have been short, it was not without its impact. And As I have moved through life, something that's become a constant theme is this idea of life and death and the cycles that we all go through, right? And I just recorded a podcast, it came out earlier about seasons and change and cycles, and that we are cyclical beings and everything lives and everything dies, and that we all go through these cycles. But it's up to us to decide like what legacy do we want to believe? What what legacy do we want to leave? behind right like what is the thing that drives you and how do you want to be remembered what's the impact that you want to create for yourself for within the four walls of your home and your family and your community your circle of friends or for the world and the crazy thing is some people just they don't even know the impact that they will make like their impact sometimes isn't even felt until after they leave this world And they're just so focused on doing what makes them feel good that it creates a ripple effect. And then some people are 100% driven by it and impact and they're obsessed with the legacy they leave behind. So I believe that when you live in your highest expression, your legacy becomes limitless to those around you. And that could just be being a kind and compassionate person. And letting the people around you know how much you see them and how much you love them and how much you appreciate them. Like that could be the legacy that you leave. It doesn't have to be, you know, a charitable foundation and a billion dollar business. So we all have a choice every single day on how we want to live our life and what we want our legacy to be. And when I started to think about this podcast and the impact that I desire for it to make, the name boldly courageous came forward to me because I was sitting there on the anniversary of my sister's death and thinking about the way that she lived her life and the impact that she made and what it would take to face your own death and the actions that she took and the way that she lived her life. And this idea of being boldly courageous came forward. So what does it mean to you to be boldly courageous, right? For me, It's taking that action that I feel in my belly and living a full yes life, like just soaking up all the experiences and all the juiciness and the lessons that are available to learn in the pleasure, in the pain, in the moments, in the experience. Like it's all part of this human existence. And it can be this full, rich life if we allow it. And honestly, like I think one of the, many lessons that I've learned through my sister's legacy and her passing at such a young age is to not waste so much fucking time worrying and doubting yourself and stressing out over what you look like or how people are going to receive you or that post that you made on Instagram, or if he likes you or not, like just stop wasting so much time in the worry and the doubt and rather like put your energy into the wonder and the magic that is available to you, if you can allow it. So I want to share a little bit about my sister and kind of the story of who she is, because it's, she's a driving force in my life in so many ways. And honestly, we are like polar opposites on a like surface level, but maybe on a soul level, we're a lot closer than I thought. Um, But you know, if you were to put us side by side, we are like polar opposites in so many ways, but you know, My sister, from the moment she was born, was always born to be different. Like she was a very strong headed Aries baby that had a lot of opinions and really was born to stand out in her own way and was very much rooted in her truth. Even at a young age, we were six years apart, but like just observing her through junior high and then going into high school and really like finding her voice. This was the person who shaved half of her head and dyed it black and dyed her hair black and would wear combat boots. And she was like total goth. um, Right. But she was also like a feminist and loved to do things that would just shock people because she thought it was fun to go against society's norms. And she could just see right through all the bullshit of limiting beliefs and propaganda and all that stuff. And she just always had this uncanny ability to share her voice even when it wasn't popular and you know she lived her life out loud she lived her life in a way of of true alignment and it was so beautiful to see her express it through things like music and art. She was an incredible photographer and self-expression and dance. She was obsessed with dancing. She actually took me to my very first nightclub. She took me to my very first rave. I mean, I was like 15 years old. She took me to New York City to go like dance to house music. And this is 1995, right? This is when like raves were in warehouses in like the meatpacking district before the meat packing district in New York City was cool. And gosh, her photography is just like unbelievable. I should post some of it actually on my social media. Maybe I'll do that. And she just had such a passion for reading and writing poetry and her ability to just love deeply and experience all the nuances of life, both pain and pleasure was just incredible to witness. Even then I didn't know it, but now I realize like how just incredible she was and something that was really powerful for her. That was a real draw for her was going to Mexico. Like there was something about the energy in Mexico and that culture and just the dynamic of it that really drew her in. And my sister was not a cold weather person at all. She loved, she was like a summer baby, very much like loved being in nature, loved things like nutrition and food and cooking and wanted to travel. And so she, so crazy, like she saved up her money to travel. So she could go to Mexico for like four months with a backpack and a camera. And this was like before cell phones. Okay. Like maybe there were cell phones, but like there was dial up fucking internet. Like that's how long ago this was. And this girl was 22, 23 years old going to Mexico by her fucking self. Like how my mother even like, lived through this is beyond me and she wasn't staying in like the ritz carlton she was staying in like little huts in little communities and just meeting people and blending with the culture and learning how to barter by making jewelry or like you know sharing taking photos in exchange for food like this is how she traveled but she lived on her friend's farm in a tent (laughs) To save money and would ride her bike to work at a CSA farm in upstate New York so that she could save enough money to go to Mexico. It's just so fucking crazy to think now. Like, this is a perfect example of like when you set your mind to something and you decide you'll do whatever it takes and get super fucking resourceful to make it happen. And so it was after her second trip to Mexico, she'd gone to Cuba. And she came back from her second trip um, to Mexico that she started to feel off, like her health started to feel a little wonky. And she thought maybe she'd gotten sick in Mexico. And um, as it was getting warmer out, things started to progress for her. And she thought that she'd gotten bitten by a tick because she had this big hematoma on the back of her leg. And we live in upstate New York and ticks are pretty bad there. And she would, her joints were hurting and her head was pounding when she was walking up the stairs. So she thought that she just had Lyme disease. And She went in for blood work and I mean, it happened so fast. Like a couple days later, like two days later, she was getting a blood transfusion. And the next day she was being admitted to the hospital and getting her first round of chemotherapy. And it was just like a blur. Like none of us could believe the diagnosis, like leukemia, like what? That's not in our family. We don't have that in our family. And it was so bizarre. And, you know, she was like a caged animal living in the hospital, eating the most disgusting food in a room with barely any windows where this woman was used to living in nature and being connected to the earth and like meditation and soulfulness and spirituality. And she just was hooked up to all these machines and it just broke my heart and made me realize like how much more challenging this battle had to be. And she fought it really well. And unfortunately, uh, she did go into remission, fortunately, for a short period of time. And um, she relapsed and decided not to continue with treatment. She made the choice to exit this world and to, to become terminal. And it's so crazy how things happen and how just the universe has a bigger plan. But I'm curious to know, like, do you think that we choose the day we die? I often wonder about this because the day that my sister died was December 5th, 2000. And two years prior, she had arrived in Cuba. She had left New York, went to Mexico, and then went direct to Cuba. And it's just so crazy to think that she died on the same day. Like, she was like, nope, I'm good, I'm out, it's wintertime, it's cold. And I'll never forget that day. It was crazy because my mom sent me a message in the morning and she's like, I think you need to come. Like Jen didn't wake up this morning. I mean, she's responsive, but you know, I think you should come and be here for the day. So when I got there to my mom's house, um, she was in bed and her eyes were closed and I came in and I said, hi, and I grabbed her hand and she squeezed my hand. And you know, she murmured a little bit, her eyes didn't open, but she was just like moaning and she squeezed my hand. So Like she knew I was there, which was really beautiful. But as the day progressed, her breathing started to change and her responsiveness was less and less. She wasn't moving as much and she wasn't like responding through like the hand squeeze or whatever. So my family slowly started to show up one by one and, um, you know, we had candles going and we were just talking to her and I was laying on her right side and my mom was on her left side and You know, my sister had both of her hands at her side and she had not moved for hours and I was holding one hand and my mom was holding another and we were crying and um, we were just laying in bed and we just were all circling her in this in her bedroom and it was so beautiful and the wind outside was just fucking insane it was blowing like crazy And I just kept saying to her, it's okay. You can go like, you're, you're okay. You're going to be fine. Like you can let go, like go on to the next big thing. And my mom was saying the same thing. And my whole family was like, it's okay. You can go, you can go. And the craziest fucking thing happened guys. Like she, when she took her last breath, her lungs filled up with air. She took this deep breath and she took her right hand and her left hand, which were at her sides and she brought them up across her chest like a crisscross with both of our hands and like held them to her heart and took her last breath it was fucking nuts it was like the craziest experience of my life to witness the transition of energy right and this just experience of the alchemization of energy because energy can't be destroyed, right? It can be transformed. And at the cell of the core of every cell of who we are is energy. And so to be there to witness that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So I wanna share with you the journal entry that she uh, wrote on December 5th when she arrived in Cuba. It's truly so beautiful. Okay, this was December 5th, 1998, and it says Cuba. I want to dive into the sidewalk, cracked and rot with tree roots, roots the time spent not repairing. I want to kiss the bicycle rim, eat eroded plaster, masons, rub the silk air beneath my skin, and into my bones, new joints to dance salsa. How long living here would it take to be a part of what I feel in this place and her handwriting is just like the most beautiful so the experience of being there when she passed on has like been burned into my mind forever and it's an image that I will never forget it's a moment that I will never forget and it carries with me all the time and to this day, there are moments where I feel closer to her than others. And there are times in my life where I feel like I'm searching for something and I'm looking for answers, whether it's through an experience that her and I have had, or it's something challenging that I'm moving through, or just, you know, these moments where you kind of wish that your big sister were there and you could ask her a question. And the way that my sister speaks to me now is a couple different ways. She sends me signs through hawks and hawk feathers. I see red tail hawks everywhere. That's a story for another day, but, or I'll hear lyrics to a song or I'll see a photo of something, but it's more through her journal entries. And there have been so many times where I've either been moving or I've been organizing and my sister wrote every almost every day from the time she was like 10 years old until she died. It's so cool to have all of her journals and to be able to go back and read them and really get to know my sister in a way that no one else gets to know her, right? Because these are her journals and this is like the deep, dark secrets and nuances of her personality and her life. So I'll be like organizing stuff or what have you. And a notebook will fall open to a specific page and I'll read a journal entry and it will be the exact thing that I needed to hear. Like, thank you. Thank you for that message. And it's just like her way as my big sister of letting me know that she's here and she's got my back and she's listening and she's guiding me and she's part of the master plan. So this past year, 2020, was a big year for me. And the on December 5th, I was packing everything here in California and getting ready to move to Atlanta. And I was going to sit down and record a podcast episode about her and her life. And, um, you know, just this transition that I was in as I was getting ready to do another boldly courageous thing, which was move from California to Atlanta, a city that i would only visited one time and start this whole new chapter of my life. And I have this like portfolio of all of her poetry that I had transcribed and printed out. And I wanted to find a quote um, from one of her poems that we had used on her prayer card when we had her services when she passed away. And I was flipping through the um, portfolio. And in one of the books, I saw tucked in the folder, a card. Now, when I was 16 years old, my sister had written me a birthday card from Mexico. She was in Mexico at the time. And this was 1996 and she sent me a birthday card. And in it was a book on witchcraft and an amethyst, my very first crystal, which was like I said, back in 1996 before the stuff was cool. And uh, a beautiful card. And for the life of me, for years, I mean, I don't even know how many years, I could not find this birthday card. And it just so happened that on December 5th, 2020, as I'm getting ready to record this podcast episode and move across the country, I found the birthday card. And it was the exact message I was meant to hear that day. I'm going to read it to you, but it brought me to such like peace and like a moment of, I just cried all day, just like sitting in this, uh, a moment of gratitude and connection. Like I felt so seen and so heard and so held and so validated and so protected as I got ready to, you know, move out onto this next big chapter, chapter of my life. And it was just further confirmation that I needed to hear in that exact moment. And this is how the universe speaks to us. Like we are all connected in such powerful ways and when you set the intention and ask a question then you're open to receive and you're just guided and you just follow like what feels good the message gets delivered so here's what the card read this is December 26 1995 as I was getting ready to turn 16 on my uh, my 16th birthday Melissa you are beginning a long journey the path twists and turns and you cannot always see what is around the next bend You may even doubt that the path is there or that you are on the right course. Your only possessions are what you hold in your heart, your own true voice and the voices of those who love you. The spirit voices whisper to you if you listen. These are your ancestors who have walked the same ground who can guide you. Your path will lead you through places light and dark, high and low. You will find mysteries deep, in a mountain, secrets in a vast, lonely desert. Fellow travelers will come and go, sharing company and stories of their own journey. You may get lost, find a familiar ground, end up right where you started. The deepest secrets to be found lie not at the trail's end. It is here that you find that the end is always another beginning. Happy Sweet 16. Love, Jen. Man, even just reading that now, it feels like such a beautiful reminder of this journey of life that we're on right now and the mystery and the joy and the beauty that it has. And that, again, we are all energy beings at the core of every single cell. And that energy simply cannot be destroyed, it's just alchemized and turned into something new. So we're all connected in some way. And the way that you can deepen this connection with loved ones that have passed or this universal truth is through the power of intention, through the power of meditation, through the power of connecting to your higher source, whatever that is, and just trusting the little gut hits that you get and those little feelings that you get every single time. So thank you so much for coming on this journey with me of life, death and legacy and sharing in the story of my sister's life and honoring her today as we celebrate her birth. I celebrate her death and I celebrate the legacy and the impact that she's had on my life that hopefully today she's had on your life and what it really looks like to live a boldly courageous life. And this is my invitation and reminder to you To do something today that your future self would thank you for, to do something that will create a deeper legacy and, you know, allow you to live boldly and live courageously, because that's the point, right? That is the point. So, a little bit of a different episode today, a little bit of a different um, flow this week. I flip flopped the solo episodes and the guest interviews so that this episode could come out on April 19th, which is my big sister's birthday to honor her. And thank you so much for, for being here with me on this journey. I'm sending you all the love in the world. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Bye.